Yeah, and you can hear uh, th- this book. Uh, this must be about 20 pounds. Uh, okay, everybody hear that. <laughs> this is the filing, the trade secret version they did yesterday, and they are wanting to hand this off to Bechtel. Uh, and Bechtel is the group that built the first set of reactors. So, I mean, this is a this is a group that's very experienced. But I think going back to what you said earlier on the air today, Tim, is that we're in a dilemma that that uh, there is no good choice here. Uh, I, I believe we've reached that point. I mean, early on, when you looked at the value for our ratepayers, it was all positive. Every scenario: low carbon, high carbon, low gas price, high gas price. Now, though. The value has eroded, and we are in a dilemma, and we've got to make a decision. All right, uh, and the decision to be made by September, and what's uh, February. by February? I should uh-huh. say it is September now. Decision to be made by February. Uh, what are the parameters of the decision? Is it as simple as pull the plug or, or keep going? I mean, is it that basic? You know, this filing, and I'm I'm still going through it. It's it's several hundred pages that Georgia Power gave us yesterday morning at eight thirty. Uh, it, it really – this thing has moved from a a fixed and firm contract where our ratepayers had enormous protection because of the great negotiation that Georgia Power did with Westinghouse to now that they're bankrupt and Georgia Power's taken over. To me, this almost feels like a, a time and materials contract. And I, I just – you know, based on what Georgia Power's asking the commission to do, um, it, it – it's, it's almost like they're saying here that, look, Commission, if you don't meet these six conditions, we're not going to move forward. And it's just gotten increasingly more risky for the rate payers. So, uh, Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commission, I'm, not, I'm trying to jump too far ahead here, but it doesn't sound like at this moment you're inclined to go along. Well, I, I, I'm not saying that. I mean, I've got to go through this. We've got to have our hearings. Uh and the reason that we're in a dilemma, Tim, is because we've already spent $5 billion. Uh, I mean, I was over there three days ago, and and I tweeted out a photo of me looking into the containment uh, vessel. I mean, folks, it, it is just impossible to explain to you how much rebar is over there, how how complex this construction site. It's not just one. It's, it's dozens of things being built simultaneously, 6,000 workers and and my concern is, do we abandon this and and leave this rebar rusting until Jesus comes? Uh, I, to me, it, it, it is such a waste to do that. But I I, I just I, I am in a dilemma because I, I believe that our ratepayers are. At much more of a disadvantage now than they were originally. Well, that that that, uh, that old adage about throwing good money after bad. Yeah. If you if you keep going here. Yeah, but do we do we raise rates because the Georgia law says all that sunk cost that five billion dollars would go into rates if we abandon it. So do you raise rates to collect five billion dollars for something you're never going to have? Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, most people I've talked to, and I welcome callers. I welcome you to tweet me on this. Most people I've talked to said, you know what, you are in a dilemma, keep going. I mean, that's what I'm hearing well, from most the, people. The, the question that I would ask is this, Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commissioner. I don't know what the lifespan of these things might be, but I'm just, I may be off base here, but if I look at it long term, really long term, I was like, okay, 
yeah, we wound up being four or five years, maybe seven or eight years behind schedule and a few billion dollars over budget. But here it is 50, 60 years later, and things are going great because of what we did. 80 years. 80 years. 80 years. Okay. That's, at some point, this kind of looking back on it could be just kind of a blip on the radar, couldn't it? it? You know, it. That's what it was with Vogel 1 and 2. It went way over budget, more more in terms of a percentage over budget than this than these two units are. So, I, I mean, hindsight would say this will all work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you, know, you look at the Falcon Stadium that was open uh, last weekend. And, I mean, even the bridge going from uh, one side of Northside Drive to the other you know, was way over budget. I mean, we can't even build a walking bridge mm. without it going over budget. I mean, we, we've seen I-85. That that replacement part of that bridge was over budget. I mean, it 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 happens. Uh, but still, I mean, I have a responsibility to rate payers to make the best decision, and, uh, and, and I am genuinely torn at this point, even though I've been – the biggest cheerleader for this project. I, I am. Um, but what I'm concerned about is this filing and the way that the power company has put it here. That well, what it sounds is, is, like, though, Tim Eccles, is that you, what that, think of it in terms of a negotiation. There's their initial offer. And you got until February to counter offer and negotiate. Or is that the right way to look at it? It is the, it is the right way. And my agent, so to speak, is my staff, right? They're sitting down with a power company and they're looking at these these quote uh you know requirements that the power company wants us to have and they're trying to they're trying to uh negotiate that let me give you one of them in this filing it says that if Toshiba doesn't make their penalty payment which is about 4 billion that the ratepayers will have to eat that and so i mean I, i'm i'm torn about that because uh, Toshiba hasn't been very reliable on this. I'm concerned about whether they will make their payment or not. Uh, but yet the power company's telling us, look. Well, it's a know, moot point if they don't, isn't it? Well, for the power company, if if we adopted this proposal just as they have it written, then th- the risk is completely on the ratepayers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how, how do we balance this? Is there a compromise? I don't know. Our staff's negotiating this and you know people will have plenty of time to come to the commission and make comments and i welcome them to but tim we are in a genuine dilemma plan is to build two new reactors there you're saying that there is at least by way of things that might be feasible uh building only one yeah we could uh, suspend the work on unit four and move the talent over to unit three to try to Get maybe go faster. to two shifts yeah. and 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 finish it faster and kind of mothball four for now and finish it later. Remember the Tennessee reactor that they just finished uh, a while back was mothballed um, and and they were able to get it going again. So that is a possibility. And I also think there's a possibility to convert one or both units to natural gas. I mean, it's uh, probably $100 million to bring a, a pipeline in. Georgia Power is not keen to do that. My fellow commissioners aren't keen to do that. But I think at this point... Given this proposal that they put in front of me, we, the commission, need to look at all options to see what is the best for our ratepayers. All right, Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commissioner. Decision by February. You mentioned hearings. Right, so, is there a schedule for that already? Or is that yet to be determined? Yeah, yet to be determined. But it will probably be the second week of November where we do our first round. We'll have another round in December, a final round in January, and then we'll make a vote in February. 
if and this is not a fair question. That's never stopped me before. I mean, if you had to decide this today, it, it, okay, we we got to make a decision today. Where what's your lean? Well, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards finishing the reactors uh, because uh, we we're going to need the energy. This is an 80 year project. Uh, right. So think about how long the dome lasted before it was replaced. <laughs> 20 years. OK. So, I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, a, 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 you know, a stadium facility that was replaced by yet another. This is an 80 year asset. And with something that's that long, we have a long time to bring that incremental cost of energy way down, just like with the units one and two. So my my gut is finish it if possible. Uh, but. Uh, obviously, I want our staff to negotiate hard and to get the best possible deal for our ratepayers. And, and I sure wish the president and Rick Perry would chime in on this uh, and in in some way come to our rescue. Whether that's putting well, I mean, pressure, this is literally on Rick Perry's job for it, crying out loud. I mean, it's his job description. You know what? To, that that refund money from Toshiba, uh, that four billion, is so important. And I, I just wish the president would stand up and, and say, look, you know, Japan, you've got to do this. Uh, I mean, the president has leverage with Japan right now. We've got all those boats over there. The North Koreans are shooting missiles over their country. I'm not saying make it a quid pro quo, but I, I am saying we've got some leverage. Let's use it. 